This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You've heard us talk about them. They're in, and they're on the website. Absolutely. Our brand new America's Diesel podcast Branded bills, badass, flex fit, performance material, sweat res- sweat stain resistant. It it literally feels like it cools your head. Like I don't know amazing. how it's possible. I don't somehow know. it is. Yeah, you can rock it. You know, I'm more of a flat bill kind of guy. You can do that. You can curve it. For all you taco holder guys, you can even throw that in there. Yeah. And then snap back with a little bit of the flex fit. Yeah. Big head approved, small head approved. And it's extremely comfortable. I almost guarantee, you know, I say almost guarantee. No, I guarantee this is the most comfortable hat you will ever wear. And the logo, rubber. Awesome. Yeah. Came out great. Super detailed rubber on there, so it's never going to fade on you. If you want to get one of these in your hands, they are $50 shipped to the lower 48 plus tax, if applicable in your state. Uh, just go on the dieselpopproducts.com, search hat, look for the fantastic Jam and Eagle logo, and pick yourself up some before they're out of stock. Yeah. You're listening to America's Diesel Podcast. From <laughs> Yeah. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I found a circle dance. All right. Yeah, I'm feeling it. I do. Oh yeah. Oh go. Yeah, go. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. I'm I'll a redneck redskin. Yeah. Yeah, you heard me. Uh. I like big trucks and I cannot lie. Uh. All your city boys can't or all your city boys can't deny. Uh. When the truck rolls by with the big old lift you get sprung. Uh. <laughs> all right. I, Cut. I, that's that's all I got. <laughs> that was good. It's, little, it's, like, it's like we're in each other's head. I did. <laughs> We're recording, right? Oh, yeah. All right, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, so we were at... Oh, wait, we were? Oh, That's the intro. I thought that was just practice. Nope. Yeah.
We, oh, <laughs> we, we were at put the, that mic on your mouth, baby yeah. girl. Mm-hmm. There you yeah. go. Yeah, we were at the casino one of these. Remember, like when you saw me yeah. the first time, like how oh, close yeah. you. Mm-hmm. We were at the casino one of these times, and I was like, "How do you like this is an Indian casino? Like, how do you get good luck?" And I did. I was sitting at the thing. I was like, "Ooh!" And Cass looks at me. She's like, "Don't you ever do that again? <laughs> Here, like, do not do that." I'm like. <laughs> What? <laughs> like, I, felt right. I felt, I didn't, you know, what, what do you want me to do? <laughs> a spoiler alert. There's actually far less natives that would uh, get uh, upset with that than people think. Yeah. Yeah. They probably just like, like, it, start yelling walking, out like some like crazy. Like, they're like, your posture's all off. Yeah. You know why Use you're, your chest. Use you, your chest. Say like, your chest. Uh, you know why you're not winning. You're uh, you're not holding your mouth right when you're pushing the button. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You gotta you gotta do it like this. <laughs> See, all good things come with time. Moon moon rises. <laughs> that was that was in, instant res accent there for a second. I'm gonna yeah. put that shit away. <laughs> this week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, Our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time they have C10 in there all the time they end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae and it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, We did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ben Tyler and Sands the Duramax man from Diesel Power Products. Thank you for joining us. This is America's Diesel Podcast coming at you from Spokane, Washington. Make sure and check us out on all the normal podcast avenues, Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. And we're not racist, okay? So you yeah. guys listening, this is he's full-blooded Indian, all right? And he's our friend. All right. I, I'm everybody's friend. No, I know, but like if people just listening and we're doing like Indian oh, stuff. <laughs> like we're not making, you know, it, yeah. We found him on the street. <laughs> yeah, no, we found him. We found him in the woods. I mean, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> so, uh, Brian, hold on, we got to get the intro out of the <laughs> yeah. way. Oh, okay. I know we have we have horrible sync with the intros. Uh, make sure to check us out all over the podcast arena. You can also check us out on the social medias. Instagram, Facebook. We do have a Facebook group. If you're on there, just search America's Diesel Podcast, the group, and you can join that. And we do have a lively discussion going on there. Um, we are trying to pump up our Instagram numbers. So if you do not follow us on Instagram, make sure and do that. You can follow us at Instagram or at Diesel Power. I'm screwing this one up daily. It's like too early for us to start right now. 
No, it's not. Actually, it's perfect timing. <laughs> I just suck. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram by searching America's Diesel Podcast. We do go live on there just about every Wednesday, right around 5 p.m. Pacific time. Have a beer with the boys. Come tell us about your project, what you have going on. Uh, Tyler, reviews. Oh, yeah. Keep those reviews coming in on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned earlier. Screenshot your review, your five-star review, and send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck. And an address that we can send a decal to that looks just like the logo on Sans's sick-ass ADP hat. You know, I didn't yeah. believe you guys when you said those were the best hats ever until I put it on. Yes. And uh, it it is definitely indeed the best hat ever. There, There is no other that is even no. close to it as far no. as a hat. There's like, no facts. I've, I know I'm not wearing one, but just because I recently got a haircut and I feel like I, I feel like I have to wear have normal hair until my hair gets too long to... Uh, no. Continue. It is the best hat ever. It, it uh, yeah, it is the it is the and I I was pushing hard for these hats. Yeah, I was I was buyer before. Yeah, and yeah, you know, I told you guys like I'm glad we did them. You called it mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, lastly, if you need parts for your diesel pickup, make sure and check out dieselproprox.com. If you're trying to check if something is in stock and you see that quick ship logo on the listing, have no fear. Click the button, send it, get it going. We do have people verifying those are in stock multiple times per day. If you have questions on a product, make sure and reach out. We have several ways to get a hold of us. Uh, you can also, probably the best way as far as getting the best information and being able to talk to a real human, because yes, we do have real humans answering the phone like Sands here. I'm a real boy. I'm a real boy, Grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) Give them a call at uh, 888-993-4373. They will give you the best tech support in the industry and the right answers the first time as far as any advice on parts that you need for your truck. If you're listening to this podcast and you do talk to one of them, make sure you let them know that you are a podcast listener so they can mark that down in your order and we can kind of accrue those at the end of the month and make, make sure we know the big guys up there know that we're not just down here farting around. We're actually... Make it some sales, maybe. Have some yeah. listeners that are buying parts. <laughs> yeah. And if you are buying parts for your diesel pickup and you're listening to our po- our podcast and you're buying them from someone else besides diesel power products, I want to know why. Good, bad, happy, or sad, legitimately, let me know why. I have gotten a few emails so far. Um, some of them result in actually us picking up new carriers. I know we mentioned it before, but like Casey Turbos. That was legitimately because we had so many requests from podcast listeners. We picked them up. They're one of our best-selling turbos. Um, so if you do have uh, – you're like, hey, I tried to get this, but it seems like it's not on the website or something like that, let me know. We, there, if we have a hole in the lineup, we got to fill it. So yeah. legitimately good, bad, happy, or sad, shoot me an email, shoot me a DM, uh, let me know. And if you're placing orders online, there is a note section on there, write podcast in there. If you missed the note section, shoot me a DM, email, let me know your order number, whatever, and I will still add that on there for you. Uh, you receive absolutely nothing by being a podcast listener on your order except special attention from me, um, and that does – tend to help i'm just gonna say yeah i'm not saying i'm like a fucking wizard or anything but like if i come across something there's an issue on the order and they're a podcast listener i, I kind of just like make things happen you're gonna get your hands in there and yeah. you're gonna massage it you're gonna mm-hmm. you're just gonna refine it i'm sure sans you're gonna work saw out the kinks. some of the things that i've done yeah he's <laughs> like you're not sales manager anymore you can't fucking do that and i'm yeah. like you know what? watch me <laughs> <laughs> look what i can do <laughs> i'll fucking do it again <laughs> I um uh, I just I just let those go because you know what I know you're doing it for a higher power other than me. Bingo. All right, so uh, you've heard us talk about how much we enjoy the Duramax platform and how there's absolutely nothing wrong with its drivers. So I don't remember it like that. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's 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 talk about the elf in the room. Uh, Sands, what's your take on Duramax owners? Being uh, a Duramax owner, where? We're kind of a different breed. Uh, we call everything wrong. 
Like, I don't understand how we do it, but like, you get a, a Cummins owner that calls in for a fuel contractuator, they're going to call it a fuel contractuator or an FCA. You get a Duramax owner calling in for a fuel contractuator, it's a fuel pressure regulator. Like, no, well, can I get an M prop? Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> can I get but, a fuel meter? I'm like, yeah, but no, like, like, why, why, why do we call it, why Shut do we call up! it like that? <laughs> I don't understand why we call, why, why do we do things different than everybody else? I just don't get it. But, uh, yeah, we're, uh, it, it takes a special kind of someone to be a Duramax owner. <laughs> You're very special. I am. In all the right ways. <laughs> I am. I didn't actually, originally, uh, Duramaxes weren't even on the plate, and I originally wanted to be a Cummins owner. Yeah. Um, and then I, I started working here, and I'm like, man, I can't own a third gen or fourth gen like everybody else does. Like, I got to be different. I got to go out and try something different. Because, I mean, obviously, you might as well have called us Cummins Power Products back then. Yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> that's when I, I was like, you know what? I, you know, like, I don't really want a Power Stroke because I don't want to deal with any of my price range at the time. I don't want to deal with Huey Injection. Like, I'd rather have a common rail truck that I can play around with and not have to worry about that. So I was like, well, Duramax is where it's at, I guess. Let's uh, let's shoot for one of those. And I didn't want an automatic, so let's go for a six-speed manual. Yeah. It's a big investment in O-Rings being a 7.3 owner. Yeah. I don't know. If yeah, see, I was looking at those, and he's like... Well, I'm not that dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it, it, it does what? Yeah. I've made yeah. a lot of bad choices, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I won't do that. So for those people listening that may not have listened to the podcast that, or the episode that we had Sands on many, many, many moons ago. Oh, that uh, was a while ago. Many moons, many totem poles, a couple of teepees and sweat lodges. <laughs> we had Sands on. <laughs> And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why you tune into America's Useful <laughs> Podcast for the flavor. Yeah. We do things at, we bring you the goods <laughs> at the rate of like the normal American man. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Or in this case, the Native American man. Yeah. And see, and that's why we have the pass to somewhat poke fun at things like totem poles and teepees. Well, we're inclusive here, you know. Yeah, all inclusive. Hey, no, we yeah. hate everyone equally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, that's, okay, so <laughs> Sands does have a Duramax. I make, I make jokes all the time about Duramax owners and also Sands' truck, specifically because I haven't seen it in so long. I, I question its, its very existence. Um, but Sands, tell us about your truck real quick. Uh, tell us about the journey you've had with it. Give us the recap. And then we are going to talk about like what stage you're at now with it. So give us like the, the, the back story up until, like I don't know, a couple months ago or whatever. All right. Well, uh, started off in the end of 2016. I bought a completely stock grandpa truck. It was extended cab, long box, six-speed manual. Not a thing was touched on it. Like no exhaust, no intake, no anything. Like the body was completely stock, no lift, no nothing, stock size tires. And then I got a hold of it and listened to Cooper, our general manager, uh, and it, it ended up with some basic bolt-ons at first, uh, fast S&B, EFI Live, um, nuked the stock clutch, had to throw a South Bend dual disc in it, and went progressed from there, decided I wanted more power. I laid down 4, 450, 455 to the rear wheels on the dyno with just a basic bolt-ons, and it did exactly as it should have. That's respectable. It, 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 yeah. yeah, and looking back at it now, like I, uh, right now, I would have been completely satisfied with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, like if I'd have left it alone right there, I had have been fine. But um, I decided more power was the answer. So more I, power, baby. More power. <laughs> um, 
and at the time uh we kind of all had diesel trucks and one of the guys in the trucks here he had just done a, uh, a hot rod turbo on and it, it was a party truck and i decided that i wanted my truck to be a party truck too so i got a similar size turbo and uh camshaft and some high flow manifolds and head studs and everything and Ooh. proceeded to tear it down and throw new gaskets at it and studs high flow manifolds camshaft uh, upgraded the valve train a little bit and threw the turbo on there when i pulled out the stock injectors i realized that these rusty two hundred and ten thousand mile things aren't going to cut it so then i ordered a set of uh, 75 horsepower injectors from dynamite diesel and threw those in and it was a party truck like it what size turbo was that no uh, it was a sxe 369 oh yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> man i i tell you like the first time <laughs> the first the first time i started that thing up and it it didn't make the vgt like and when you're shifting you know and it just it just went and it sounded so good and i was so happy with it and i accepted spool at 1800 rpm which kind of sucked, but I knew what I was getting myself into. Especially when you were driving it with just a downpipe for like a couple of days. Yeah. It was only three. It was only three days. Yeah, it was. That was <laughs> a very short but fun time. I, right I, I scared babies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that thing got down. That thing got it, down. It it did. Like it it um, it like I never put them side by side, but it would easily outrun my Z28 Camaro. Um, I mean, nothing special with Camaro. It's just tuned. It's an LS1. But uh, the the truck would definitely outrun the car. Like it would burn the tires off all the way through fifth gear. It, I, uh, it was I, fun. I do have a question though, and this is because this is what I always made fun of when you were building your truck. Uh, what CP3 do you have on it? Stock. <laughs> I. <laughs> I'm not saying so, that's why you blew it up. I was but like, do <laughs> I'll just leave the stock CP3 in there, and that'll be my that'll kind of be my fusible link, and you know, I won't I won't make <laughs> enough power to hurt it with the stock CP3. With this setup, and yeah, mm -hmm, a short bent and connecting rod later told me that was a lie. Effed <laughs> <laughs> up, AA Ron. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was fine, and then I did a lift in wheels and tires, um, and I was doing a highway pull, and uh, got up to the stoplight and noticed there was some smoke coming from behind me, and I thought it was this old Jeep that was behind me. I was like, oh man, that thing is running like crap. Like <laughs> the blow, the pistons must be trying to change holes back there, and then I uh, pulled up in the next stoplight, and the jeep wasn't behind me anymore, but the smoke was still there. I'm like, oh shit, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst feeling. Oh yeah. Like, especially, uh, I always akin that to uh, like brakes. Like when you're coming to a stop, you're, you know, like man, some brakes are screwed. <laughs> you're yeah. looking, you're and then you roll around. to a stop sign, and you hear that again, like man, some ah fuck, I'm the only one here. Yeah. yeah. Damn it, <laughs> it's me. So yeah, I uh. Bent number five connecting rod. Um, I got pissed at the truck and left it sit for like three months. And I was like, screw this thing. I just dumped all these parts into it. Why are you crap? Why did you betray me? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I was an injector right offhand because, you know, it's like balance rate was like plus 15. I'm like, crap. Like, and it's smoking like crap. Like, it's an injector. Crap. Uh, so I get a hold of dynamite and I'm like, hey, man, I think you, I think I might have got a bad injector from you guys. And uh, they're like, well, have you tried, like, changing injectors uh, to a different cylinder to see if it falls a problem? I'm like, no. Uh, so they're like, we'll do that. And so I went home and did that, and it stayed a number five. I'm like, well, it's not the injectors. Uh, and then I got the compression tester and screwed it in the glow plug hole and cranked it over. I'm like, oh, wow, number five is 80 PSI lower than the rest of them. 
there's a problem here. <laughs> uh, and then I took it apart and realized that, yeah, it was, I don't know, the piston only came up mm, within about a quarter inch of the rest of them. So uh, that's when it got torn down and I bought a bunch more parts for it. Um, I said, screw this. And I went with regular rods and Molly Motorsports pistons Ooh. and a girdle. Ooh. And a whole bunch of other stuff. I'm like, I'm going to build this thing for a thousand horsepower and I'm going to run it at seven. So that was about a year. Uh, got the engine all put back together. Like, it was sweet. Like, I, I, I have pictures of it on the engine stand. Like, it is nice. Uh, we were so excited for you. I too. was so like, excited. Yeah. I was so excited. Like, I fired it up and <laughs> uh, like, it ran so good. Like, it was so smooth. I'm like, all right. So then I got everything put back together. I'm like, I'm going to drive it to work. So I started started driving it to work. I literally, I think I called Ben or I called Tyler. I called one of you guys. I'm like, you guys, I'm driving my truck. Yeah. I'm driving my truck. And they're, like, and they're like, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're like, as soon as I hang up with them, it's like tick, 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 tick. I'm like, what the heck is that? So I pull over. I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's just like an injector connector or something. Like, I mean, it has been apart for a year. So I was like, I'll just drive it back to the house. Uh, I'm only like three miles away. So get ready to pull out on the highway, and the tick, tick, tick went to a knock, knock, knock. So I shut it down. Um, got pissed off at it again. Let us sit for another three months. And then decided to uh, tear it apart. Um, basically, a bomb went off inside. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, no. <laughs> was yeah. it, it figured out it was like a machining? It. So I, I, I couldn't prove it. Um, but I, I feel like it was assembled incorrectly at the machine shop that I had redo the short block. And the... So, for everybody that doesn't know, uh, Duramax has roller lifters. They're mechanical roller lifters. They are held in the bores and, and kept from rotating by a guide plate. Well, that guide plate has basically a, a piece of spring steel that holds it down. Um, well, I, I feel like when that was tightened down, I, that guide plate was pushing up against the side of one of the lifters. And it took three miles for that lifter to basically squeeze all the lube out from one side of it. And it was metal on metal and seized in the bore, which caused a chain reaction to bend the connecting rod. My rocker arm shaft uh, split a valve spring retainer in two and broke the bottom off of one of the valve guides, which ended up bouncing around the cylinder and bedded itself in the top of the piston and the bottom of the cylinder head. So... A chew. Yeah. That was a lot. Yeah. Uh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I, I, I I almost cried. And so go, trying to go through the process, like I when I originally opened it up, I was like, oh, this valve spring retainer broke in half. Like, that's really super weird. Easy fix. Like, yeah. Easy fix. Like, you know, I, I called Hamilton Cams and I came in like this valve spring retainer cracked in half. And they're like, we haven't heard of that before. Uh, the only time, you know, like the only thing like it could be possible is if it got shock loaded. Um, I was like, but we'll, we'll send you another one. I was like, sweet. So they sent me another one, and I got it all put back together. And, I mean, I also had to replace the rocker arm shaft and the push rod. Uh, cheers to, to Manton and Hamilton, because they were just like, oh, yeah. And like, here, here you go. I'm like, <laughs> on us, on the house. Uh, so I was like, sweet. So I got it all put back together, and I was rotating it over, trying to – and I was setting valve lash again, and I would set the valve lash on that cylinder. And uh, I rotated the engine over, and it got tight again. What the heck? So I set it again, and I rotated the engine over, it got tight again. I'm like, well, what is going on here? 
And so, and then I, that's when I pulled the heads off and realized that the, the lifter was not moving in, in the bore at all. <laughs> um, it, it was screwed. So back of the engine or back out the engine came, um, to where it currently sits right now, uh, which is actually over my buddy's shop. Um, engine is out of it and it's all tore apart. Um, and I'm just, I'm waiting for a block right now to get it all put back together. So hopefully I have it put back together before the snow flies. So that would be awesome. Yeah. Whatever but, happened with, I know you were trying to get the, the block through, uh, uh, Wagler, right? I, I was trying to get the, the block through Wagler. Yeah. Um, and it, I just, I, I think the time frame was too far out for me. So, um, I actually decided not to go that route gotcha. and, um, I'm, I'm basically up in the air right now. I'm probably going to send it to industrial injection. Okay. Yeah. So, because yeah, we were we were trying to get that ordered through Wagler, and I'm like, uh, it's going to be four weeks, but that was like six weeks ago. If I had done it, I would have had it back by now. Yeah. So whatever. Are you going to have uh, industrial just do the whole thing, talk to bottom? No, I'll just have a machine. I'll just have a machine the block probably. Mm-hmm. I'll just send the block to him and have a machine it, and then I'll I'll assemble it myself. So I'll spend the twelve hundred dollars to save six hundred dollars in assembly. <laughs> with all the measuring equipment it's true it's true but at least at that point you you will be a very experienced uh duramax engine builder uh, trial by fire i hope <laughs> i mean i i have put together a couple of you know other v8s and i mean when you get it down to the bare block i mean it's a v8 there's mm-hmm. and you you get it out of the bare block there's nothing special about it until you start bolting everything else on well, I'm, I'm excited for you to get that truck up and running because... Me too. I'm tired of borrowing everybody else's truck to tow one stupid trailer. Because t- <laughs> yeah. Sands actually has a fantastic trailer that he bought oh, from Tyler. Trailer. Yeah, yeah. My you old travel trailer. trailer. Yeah. That trailer's so nice. Like, Isn't I, it? I got to tell you guys, like, I I mean, <laughs> we're getting up there in age. Like, it sucks sleeping on the ground anymore. And then it sucks, like, I'm six foot three. You, ever, you guys ever seen a tent? That a guy who's six foot three that can stand up in that's not an eleven person tent and they don't exist. (laughs) (laughs) So and I was tired of sleeping on the ground. Like we, I I bought it at the beginning of well actually like what was it March of this year? Yeah. Um, we had a like a week long camping trip planned. I was like, "Ah." after we had an experience last year, uh, camping trip where we basically set our tent up in a lake. Well, we found out after the fact after it rained that it was a lake. uh yeah i was like well we're not doing that again like i'm just gonna buy a trailer i originally was not planning on buying as an expensive trailer but i'm kind of glad i did because like jumping up into other people's trailers like wow this thing feels kind of cheap right like, yeah. I, my first trailer yeah. like that that thing was dude so that thing sick. is built that thing oh. is built like a brick shit house dude yeah. that thing is built tough oh yeah no it, it totally is like i mean you can walk around in that thing anywhere and it like it, the floor doesn't flex like i mean it trailer moves around a little bit but you know whatever but i mean it's like the cabinets are nicer than my house oh god that the bed I, in there is nicer than the, our, oh our bed, i, I sleep home. better on that bed than i do in my house like the one in my house yeah <laughs> dude there's been times when we had that trailer out in front of our house and it, for some reason like i just can't get comfortable like Let's just go out in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Why not? <laughs> like, yeah. That bed's dope. Like, <laughs> no, it's it's fantastic. I never thought I would enjoy trailer life as much, as, but it's 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 nice. Yeah, yeah. So, and again, since Sands last owner, a couple other things have changed. Uh, he bought a house. I did. <laughs> that's big. That's that that's huge. Yeah, um, that was a big step. You okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Right. That was okay. a big step. I bought it during the middle of COVID too, which was terrifying because like they're with as up and down as we were at the time. I'm like, man, am I going to have a job next month? <laughs> but I, I bought my house in the middle of, middle of COVID. Um, got, uh, I mean, a decent size amount of property, I guess, for the Spokane area. I don't, you know, just about two thirds of an acre. Um, little three bedroom, two bath, and nice. I'm in a decent little place. Yard's crap right now, but decent little place. Um, but yeah, that happened. Uh, I got uh, uh, promoted. I took uh, Ben's old spot, and he was the sales manager before me, and now I'm currently the sales manager. Also known as babysitter. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Corey's looking at me like. <laughs> whenever, whenever I'm back, like talking, like talking to the back end or something, I'm like, ah, I gotta go make sure my monkeys aren't burning anything down. <laughs> no, I got, uh, I got a great group of guys. I, I couldn't ask for a better crew right now. I think we have, I mean, of course, when you and me and Tyler and Ash were on the floor like that, that I was mean, like I'm, the dream team. I'm, right I'm, there. I'm biased, but that, that was the dream team. But you know, I, I, I have a close second right now. I cannot complain. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, we we got shit done. Yeah, we did we it was, did? It was pretty pipey for a while there. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was. So let's let's stir up Duramaxes here a little bit. Okay, okay. If you had to rank the Duramax engines, people love these rankings. Oh okay. yeah, Why? yeah. So it's like stages. Uh, yeah, I hate stages. If you had to rank the Duramax engines and we can do it one of two ways, Tyler, because we seem to, like, last time we ranked something, it was just engine. Right. Do you want to do just engine, or do you want to do, like, whole package, or do you want to do engine and then whole truck? Well, <clears throat> to me, like, the, the, the truck portion of it. I mean, from the frame down, they really haven't changed exactly. ever since they came That's down. That's what I was just going to say. Like, same front <laughs> the way, suspension. The way the differentials <laughs> attached to the front is this, is it had changed in 11, but other than that, they're they're pretty much the same. I mean, we could do engine and transmission because obviously, you know, five speed, six speed, like now the, and now the new like you know ten that's coming 10, out. Ten. So I mean, I, I think it makes it kind of an unfair. I think just mm. engine, maybe just engine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then as and far then as may, like, okay, here's what we'll do: we'll do right, engine, okay. and then after we'll go just like overall. Because here's the thing with GM, mm -hmm. they've changed body styles a few times yeah. during their. Yeah. The Duramax lifespan. So then we'll do what we think looks the best as far yeah. as rank. And then and then I I, I want to rank. I, I want to tell you guys what my favorite. I have two favorite Duramaxes. And I know. I feel weird saying it. <laughs> but, uh, are we, are we going to limit this to 6.6s or are we going to include the 3.0 and the 2.8 too? No, fuck nah, those. Fuck those. <laughs> <laughs> right, I, was just, I was just checking. Yeah. I was just checking if they're not. Is it funny? Like when I said ranked Duramaxes, like I legitimately, those didn't even like register. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. At, 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 at first they didn't. And I'm like, oh, maybe we should be inclusive with. Nah. No, no. <laughs> okay. So starting, obviously, so we're going to go with basically LBZ through L5P. Yeah. We c do you want to have two generations of L5P or do you not care? Wait, no, just LBZ through L5P or do you want to do LB? I'm sorry, LB7 through oh, LB7 through L5P, okay. I mean, I think when it comes down to like the looks, we can do the two. Okay. Because obviously there's a change. Oh, no, like the new 20 and up uh, GMC yes, Sierra AT4s. Ugly. I have to disagree. <laughs> I. 
<laughs> I could, the, the, I, the I fact would, that you can put a leveling kit on that truck and and thirty sevens is magical. I know, but it doesn't take away from those hideous, hideous mirrors. The that mirrors have six joints in them. Well, the, the and GM, the grill that is the size of Washington State. The GMCs aren't as bad as the Chevys. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what they say though. It's uh, <laughs> the thing is, you can. I feel like if someone really cared that much, they could change the mirrors, because yeah. there is the old saying: you 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 marry the ass and you buy the tits. So I mean, you, you <laughs> yeah yeah, you'd okay. be really happy with a lot of stuff on that truck, and then you just change the mirrors. But Ben, what they make ass implants now too? Uh, so, so yeah, I don't acknowledge <laughs> those. <laughs> I do not acknowledge those. <laughs> Get out. All okay, right. so starting. Uh, what would be your? You want to start from the bottom? You want you want to take a list? Can you take a list, Corey? Can you pull up like a Word doc or something like that or some shit. I don't know. Nah, he, he's he got goes the, he's, he's got the original Word processor. Yeah. A, <laughs> the whiteboard. whiteboard. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's start with what? What's the worst Duramax? LMMs. <laughs> Fight me. Uh, yeah. Damn. Uh, you I know, have a, I have a soft spot for LMMs personally. Uh, you know, an uh, uh, LMM. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, the the only up. the only the only way to make one decent, I I I can't say on the podcast. Yeah, um, yeah the the the, <laughs> yeah, the Mexican LMMs. The Mexican oh Mexican yeah, everything's better in Mexico, boys. Yeah. Um, I mean uh, Mexican LMMs. I mean it's basically an LBZ. Um, once you get you know to the actual engine, so if you get to that point, like not bad. I I feel like the LMM. Uh, got kind of as a bad of a rap as a 6.4 in the Power Stroke world, as the Duramax world. Like, nobody wants them. You can pick them up for decently inexpensive um, for what they are, for how many miles they usually have on them. And there's some things you can do to make them, like, uber reliable. They are nice. They share the same weaknesses as the LBZ with pistons. Like, if you start to turn the wick up on an LMM and an LBZ, you're going to crack the pistons across the wrist pin. There's no way around it unless you change pistons. But, I mean, other other than that, they got, you know, the typical downfalls, like no lift pump. Um, the suspension is like driving a magic carpet, uh, which is not necessarily a bad thing, not necessarily a good thing. But, um, I mean, it's... It, I. That's my least favorite, but I mean, for someone looking for a Duramax, if you can find a good deal on an LMM, like I, I would probably pull the trigger on one. I think for the money and what you get, especially on a nice trim package LMM, mm-hmm. it's super. I, I love them, especially. I don't know it, why, <laughs> Corey? I have a, a nice, problem. A good, I, have a, I have a problem with a them. good color matched LTZ LMM is like, yeah. <laughs> okay, yes. For one, I hate the fenders, front yeah. and back. I, I I think they're they're ugly, man. The whole like the whole front end setup on the, like I, I don't know. There's just something about them that I'm not a huge fan of. I, I do. I was in the market. I was looking, mm-hmm. possibly getting one when I was looking for my cheap truck. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> one of my biggest problems with them is the interior. Okay, when I sit in one of those and I feel like I'm in a Tahoe or I feel like I'm in a, like a car. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I, it doesn't feel like a truck to me. It feels like you just like opened up the, uh, uh, you know, what's that wardrobe where the kids go in, they go into another world. Narnia. Narnia. Yeah. yeah. Narnia. Like you open the door and you go to Narnia and you're hopping into a freaking Chevy Impala. Okay. Well, let's be real here. You, no you, Duramax feels you, like that. You owned a truck uh, with a, a knob for a shifter. Huh? <laughs> Sand's coming Ooh. out the gate with the, <laughs> with the fire. Uh, yeah. uh, I, these Ram trucks are so badass, man. His Ram truck, oh, except for the shifter. Oh, oh yeah. 
<laughs> I love that when it's like yeah. shift or column shift yeah. or flip. Yeah. And it's like gay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I yeah, I you know, that's my biggest problem with them is the, is the interiors. I feel like it doesn't match a, a a truck. Whereas like you go to like an LML like a lot tougher looking interior. Yes, they're still luxurious, but you get like a nice center console. A cool looking dash, but o- only the 15s and up because like 07 yeah. to 14, they were all the same. Right. Well, when they switched, is yeah. what I'm talking. No, like the 15 up, like Corey's. Oh man. Yeah. Corey's got a 15. It's a gas truck. You know, I mean, not gonna shame, but yeah, the interior on I think is nice. And like he he mentioned, it, like they built those trucks for us us as bigger folk. Yeah. <laughs> They're comfy. So that's the worst. That's the worst. Uh you know, I hate jumping on the bandwagon, but the LBZ, I'm I'm probably gonna have to to rank that as the best. Okay. Um, couple different reasons, mainly pre emissions. Like you got EGR and you got uh, Cat, um, but they had the highest factory rated horsepower. They had the six speed Allison. Um, they had the least amount of cooling issues. Like they did huge updates to the cooling system on the front of those trucks. Um, the, I mean those. If I could find a low mileage lbz for a decent price like that i would sell my truck on a heartbeat for it does not exist no it does not people want gold um, for lbz it does not um but yeah no that was that that that's the i mean i hate jumping on the bandwagon because everybody says lbz is the best but it it truly is um followed by i'm not even gonna list my truck followed you know like the second my second choice would be an lml yeah like there is one really fatal flaw to the LML and that is a CP4. Right. Like once you fix that and do a CP3 conversion in the lift pump, like I I would place that at at probably the top. Easy. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. My work's going. All right, so after the LML, then I I would do the LLY. Um and then the the LB7 is is ahead of the LMM for sure. Um, and then the, and then the L5P after the LB7. And so simply for the fact that L5, man, they still have a lot of issues. <laughs> Holy smokes. Like every time I get on the Duramax forum, there's like my L5P is doing this. And I'm like, oh, that's new. Yeah. Uh, and they got, you know, turbo issues. They got block issues. They got oiling issues. We got, you know, injection pump issues. Like we thought we were getting away from the CB4 issues, but they went to the Siemens and it's still almost as bad. So, uh, Which, they look suspiciously the same as a CB4, yeah. but yeah. like with another name. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I'm I'm not sold on those yet. Uh, I, you know, if I had a, a 17 L5P and a 16 LML, uh, and they were both right around the same price, I would take the LML hands down. Nice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I personally, I I like the 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 early. Are L5Ps. we doing just engines right now? Is that what we're doing? I think we're just kind of doing the whole thing. Oh, okay. Sort of, okay, like whole whole truck wise, man, like the fifteen sixteen LMLs, like the spe- you know, specifically the Chevys, yeah. fucking hot. Oh, yeah. those are sexy trucks. They like the, the the Warthog. That's number one to me. Like the, that yeah. that yeah. body style. I am so disappointed in GM that they only had that for such a small amount of time. Like you give me that truck, that that body style with an LBZ, and then the new ten speed. Oh. oh. Like, oh, you pulled a my move. <laughs> I pulled a Tyler. Uh, <laughs> just, just shut up and take my money. Yeah, yeah. 
Like, I think I'm going to shock you guys when we go to my list because my, my, I'm just going to give you one of mine right now. I would consider the 2020 to 2022 L5P probably the ugliest truck that's ever been created, and that would be the bottom of my list <laughs> as far as looks go. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny because, like, there's a, a lot of, you know, new body styles of trucks that come out, and then you don't, like, kind of like them at first. Like, I, <clears throat> the, uh, fourth gen rams like i hated them at first i coming from the third gens but i it, they grew on me i and hated I started the them. i hated the 11 through 16 super duties when they first came out really? i thought i thought the grill looked like a big fat dog nose I, I well i guess i kind of felt the same about them like i wasn't all in i definitely like the 6-4 body style oh, no. um quite a bit like just mm -hmm. the uh like, i like the big fender <clears throat> vent and just the way that they were the way that they, i love the interiors on them um Like a smart person, <laughs> um, but yeah. As far as look, gosh, I, I literally every other truck up there except for that twenty twenty to twenty two, like to like that freaking step in the bed in the front part of the bed, hideous. The step in the back, hideous. The front end, ugly as shit. I know it it it, <laughs> it, 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 it it might look hideous, but like I I thought the the step on the back of Super Duty tailgates, the newer ones, was the dumbest thing. Oh, ever. The, the fold out. Yeah, when they when they yeah. first came out, I'm like, this is the dumbest thing ever. And then I used one, I'm like, this is the greatest, <laughs> greatest thing greatest ever. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I, I can imagine like trying to get up in the middle of the bed, you know, on the, on that truck, especially since you know, especially the AT4s, like they they started life off a little bit higher than everything else. Like trying to reach in the middle of the bed, like. I, I could appreciate that step. Yeah, and then they, I, I the, the new step. ones have the what they call the uh, multi-pro tailgate. Oh yeah, no, that's dumb. That is the that too many too many too many parts too many parts of that tailgate. Tailgate is supposed to be a tailgate. Like just just open open it or close it. Like that, don't don't it. go halfway. Don't yeah. no. They, there's a company Gen Y Hitch that actually made a bump stop like a rubber for like your your hitch that's in your receiver. They made a little rubber piece that goes on to your hitch. So when you accidentally drop down your tailgate, it doesn't completely annihilate it when you drop it down. I thought that was going a whole different direction. Yeah. <laughs> and Tyler's talking about it. It's got this rubber thing that goes on, yeah. your, on your hitch for when you got to plug it into your receiver. Yeah. For, for when you bend over and your wife backs it up. Ah. <laughs> um, yeah. And we're, we're jumping around like a mofo. Yeah. Right no, now. that's. Uh, yeah, screw the list. <laughs> uh, no, I mean that. Um, yeah, no. For Duramaxes, that's that's my personal opinion. Um, I'm gonna spit mine out just real quick because it's okay, gonna be quick. <clears throat> so obviously the 15 to 16 LML top dog. Mm -hmm. Second, L5P 17th or 19. They're nice. LB uh, LBZ. Fourth, LLY. Fifth LB seven, sixth LMM seven L five P twenty twenty plus. All right, all right, Ben. Um, I know your LML top for you. No, actually, actually no. <laughs> actually, no. Ben, ben hates them all. A little bit. Uh, my my number one favorite. You're gonna say LLY, aren't you? Or oh, I thought you were number one like hated one. No, my number one favorite. Is the uh, I believe the O three O four LBZ LB sevens when they went to the later style interior? Yeah, yeah. Mm. But they still had and they have a, a little that kind of cow hood on it. 
Yeah. Yeah. So cat eye LB7. Yeah. No, not a cat eye. Cat eyes are 03 and 07. They maybe it's an 02 then. But before, when they went from the wonky door switches to the later style interior, because they like, remember like Suburbans, they ever went cat eye. I okay. swear there are like later style LB LB sevens that are the newer interior. Without I'll have to look. Fact checker. Without being I'll, have, I'll, I'll, I'll have to look. If, that, if that's the case, then if that's the case, then I'm just gonna I'll, I'll change that to an 03 to 04 uh, GMC LB seven. Okay. Then it's not cat. Fair eye. enough. Yeah. Uh, I'm not I'm not a fan of cat eye period. Like I don't. It just they're not my favorite. Like I've seen them done, and, I, and some of them are like, oh, it doesn't look bad. I just I don't like them. It's just not my favorite. I thought you you, you, you like the Ford like bull nose, brick nose, cat yeah. eye. Yeah. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> brick. <laughs> bull. Strong like bull. Strong like bull. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, all right. Uh, but that that is my my probably my number one favorite. Uh, my number two. I, I freaking love LMMs. I don't know what it is about. It. I just I love LMMs. It, I knew it was high. I yeah. Uh, three would. So you would say that an LMM is better looking than an LML? I just I I love the color matched. LMMs. I don't know what it is. I just Dude, freaking the corner love of that bumper is freaking like eight feet tall. Yeah, but when it's color matched, it looks great. Then it looks even bigger. It looks small, actually. <laughs> I swear it does. Uh, uh, I would put the the early L five P's up there as well, um, and probably LML late style L five P, and then LBZ, and then my my least favorite is the LLYs. Ouch. Yeah, uh, yeah ouch. Yeah, you know Sam's one, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Why? Because the the LOY, and I get why they've risen in popularity, because a lot of other trucks have had this happen as well. Uh, because all of the trucks that people actually want are getting bought up, or if you can find them, they're like super high mileage and they're beat up, so they look for the next best thing. And the next best thing for someone with an LBZ is an LOY. And the LLY is just a lower horsepower version of the LBZ with computer issues. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, They've all got shit suspension in my eyes. They're yeah. all—they're not solid axles, so they're all just cars. Actually, <laughs> Benjamin, yeah. uh, the the 04 and a half to 05 LLY is actually a closer cousin to the LB7, just with the VGT turbo and external yeah. injectors. Uh, now the 06 and 07 LLY. So I don't know if, any, if if anybody's shopping for for trucks and they see 06 LLY, like don't don't be afraid of it. Like it's not an 05 LLY stuck in an 06 truck. Like the 06 LLY is exactly identical to an LBZ in every aspect except for the tuning on the computer. Like 06 LLY, you can throw a tune at it and you pretty much have an LBZ. Um, oh, oh, four and a half to oh five LLYs. You throw a tune at it, and you have blown head gaskets. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine if they did a two thousand? Because like, look at that body, that picture that we have for the ninety two to two thousand. Mm-hmm. That body style, but with a six six, like the same engine as the LB seven. I mean, it like it, it, it just it did it for one year. Just, it exists. I know people you, do it. It's, but, it's just not. Yeah. But like from factory, mm-hmm. that'd be hot. Oh God. People will be wanting that truck more than probably any of these trucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that That'd would be, be that would be the the uh, the holy grail, as they say, for stuff like that. That would, yeah. That would that would that would be badass. Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah. 
So, Sans, uh, what's the worst Duramax joke you've ever heard? <laughs> Don't worry. Don't, it, uh, <laughs> podcasts just live forever. The internet's forever. Yeah. <laughs> We're waiting. Uh, the worst Duramax joke I've ever heard. Or what, what's the worst thing you've heard someone say about Duramaxes? <laughs> the worst thing I've heard someone say, I believe you've said it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we Photoshop a little crown on my head? Yeah. Right here? <laughs> Winner! Like, I, don't, I don't remember Probably what you said. Like, like, my, my memory sucks. Um, I mean, people give Duramaxes all kinds of crap. Um, you know, aluminum heads. Everybody hates aluminum heads that doesn't have a Duramax and uh, uh, like six liters. I mean, like the, the of course the Cummins crew is always in the, the number one to give Duramaxes crap. Um, so I mean, it, Cummins crew believes that if it's not an inline six, then it doesn't exist. Um, and Duramaxes are, Duramaxes <laughs> are of course a, a V8, uh, or you know if it. Six in a row, ready to tow. Yeah, to tow. Eight, Damn right. Eight in a B, you sit to pee, you know. Uh, I mean, everybody, everybody associates Duramaxes with, you know, shiny pants wearing um, basically frat boys that uh, uh, bought it with daddy's money type deal. Um, but it's that, that that's probably only partially true. Okay, so <laughs> if if you were head, uh, uh, you were the head of the – Duramax pickup division and you had power to change anything but only one thing about the I would have made it solid axle okay yeah <laughs> yep that, that's honestly like to me probably like the biggest thing that but here's the thing a lot of people like them again they, they, they buy them for the for the ride quality and the comfort which I understand I totally get well they the thing that bothers me though yeah. is when people start lifting them like especially insanely high and you you're like putting on blast this like absolute shit front end suspension like that you could see even more of now but yeah. there's nothing there to really look at that's even like cool looking you haven't gained any ground clearance zero ground no. clearance gained the only ground clearance you've gained is from putting bigger tires on and it. you've more than likely completely destroyed your truck to the point where you can't even bring it back to the original because you're cutting cross members to put the lift kit on. Mm -hmm. No, it it is very tough to to bring a Duramax back from from the dark side. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's ways to do it, uh, especially on the 01 to tens, um, because every lift, anything over three inches or most of the three inch ones require you to cut one of the mounts off of the differential, which is one of the points of no return. But Cognito makes a bolt-on bracket that uh, replaces that mount and adds that mount back on your differential so that you can bolt it back in that spot if you ever wanted to go back. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's ways to come back. Um, I haven't researched LMLs enough to, to know if there's ways to come back from, from those. But uh, 0 to 10 guys, you got something to look forward to. If, you got that, if you're buying that truck and it's got a 6-inch lift on, and you're like, I don't want this 6-inch lift, there's a way to get it back to stock. Yeah. yeah Speaking of suspension, yeah. it I know it doesn't uh, apply to <coughs> um, some of these trucks, but uh, the kit that I'm thinking of. But what do you think would be like the best bolt in? That's like no. four in a row. I don't know. You, you should no, probably, take, probably that. take that. Sanchez ladies calling him four times in a row. Usually the that's the sign of like uh, one of two things. Either they haven't had a talk yet of 
don't call me just to ask me how my day was four times in a row or something's actually wrong. Yeah. So yeah. he's talking right now. Yeah. We're listening. Yeah, yeah we're trying to listen. <laughs> right we'll give you guys like the low down scoop in a minute here. Everything's fine. Okay. No emergency. See, I just usually answer the phone on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but as far as suspension kits, Sands, what would you say single best suspension kit that you could buy for maybe not all the Duramaxes, but most of them? And I have a kit in mind, and if I hope you say this. I know it's what you're thinking of. Thinking of. You do? Uh, well, you're thinking of one of two things. Well, you're going to say one of two things as far as being able to put th- 37s on an ET4, but let's rule that out. And I, like so I have a I have a four and a half inch kit on mine. Um if I had to go back and do it again. Probably a four inch cognito kit. Oh, wow. Not what I would have thought. No? But I know this doesn't fit all years, but the BDS coilover conversion kit is the dopest thing that they've it, ever made it, for a Duramax. Like, <laughs> I oh man, I was so upset when they came out with that, but I I would have to ride in a truck with it and ride in a truck without it to be able to justify a $7,000 lift kit. Oh, God, but it looks so cool. It does. <laughs> like, to look in there and see those Fox two-and-a-half-inch coilovers, like that An one. actual true upper and lower control arm, like, yeah, it works. Like, you know, <laughs> somewhat, yeah, like somewhat legit upper and lower control arms. But, I mean, other than that, there's a ton of companies out there that do, like, mid-travel on long-travel kits. Like, if I had infinite money to do it all over again, you would either get a straight axle or I would stick a long travel kit on it with coilovers and some fiber fenders and stuff. Yeah. All right. But probably more straight axle. Semi cab, long bed, manual truck, long travel front with glass fenders. <laughs> that doesn't exist. Yeah. You'd, be, you'd be pissing a lot of people off <laughs> yeah. in like the right way. Yeah. But like you're saying before, as far as like not having a solid axle truck, I mean, it, it fits that space in the market for for all of the the Starbucks folks and the Mocha Truck bullshit and and ladies, you know that yeah. want a truck that you know you can go can, to Nordstrom's with it and park it in the parking garage. You can you can drive and put your makeup on at the same time because it rides so dang smooth. Yeah. I, uh, I, I see more ladies drive Super Duties and Rams though. I, than I do that's actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean for for comfort and handling. Uh, and if you want to drive, have your truck drive like a car, like I guess then I guess it's okay. But um, I grew up with Leaf Spring '70s Fords and stuff, and I like my truck to drive like a truck. I'm sorry, it's a solid axle. I mean, you got my respect. I'm a I'm a Leaf Spring front end solid axle man myself. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not pulling any punches on that one. Yeah, <laughs> Leaf yeah. Springs or die. <laughs> <laughs> Poor man Springs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't do leaves on it, of course. I would. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah. You saw an axle that truck and you put leaves on it. I'm like, Sands, <laughs> yeah. what is wrong with you? Yeah. I'm gonna, you need to, we need to have a talk, man. Like, are yeah. you okay? Something wrong. Like, what I had pictured in my head when I was like thinking about this, thinking about actually trying to solve an axle, it was. Super Duty front axle, so 05 and up Super Duty front axle. Oh, yeah. And then I don't know how I would do it. I'd have to have some custom brackets made, but I wanted Carly radius arms on it. Like, I wanted to look at my truck and see that big old Carly sticker on it. But, you know, you know why? Because Carly doesn't make anything for a GM. Yeah, they know better. 
Yeah, and then you have to figure out the whole lug pattern. So you have to put a rear differential on there or something like that, a rear axle, because you'd be I'll eight just, on six and a half, eight <laughs> on 170. Yeah. I'll just buy two different wheels. I won't yeah, rotate screw them. It. <laughs> <laughs> They're priorities, people. Yeah. And the, yeah. the one thing I don't like about uh, folks that have solid axle swapped GM trucks, and it's it's because you're doing the solid axle swap, but because the, the frame seems to get narrow towards towards the front, I always feel like when you see solid axle trucks, that it, it looks like they're on stilts in the middle. Like they're, they're the wheels are so far out, the suspension is so far in on the axle. It just it, it I don't know, it just it looks off to me. I could hmm. be wrong. But yeah. <laughs> maybe because I see it, I'm like, God, that was a waste of money. Like you're probably looking at the guy who did it in his backyard. <laughs> right. Like no. I don't know if I've ever actually <laughs> seen a, a, a properly done solid axle swapped. Uh, uh follow so. WFO concepts on Instagram then. Is that wide fucking open concepts? I believe so. <laughs> they That's are cranking out some nice work. Nice. That's a good name, WFO. I appreciate when people make names they're like. Like BMF. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bad motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> BDS. So you being a Duramax guy, Sands, do you consider the 3.0 and the 2.8 a Duramax, or is that just bullshit? Mm. Go. Just <laughs> I don't know, Tyler. Uh, I I will answer your question with a question. You being a Ram man, did you consider the Eco Diesel a Ram? It's not a Cummins though. They're not calling it a Cummins. Damn it! You got me there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. You can call a lot of things Duramax. Hit I, other Duramaxes, but those. I those? don't. I I I know they have a place, but I refuse to acknowledge them. Good answer drop that one correct down. yeah correct. <laughs> correct just like do i consider the 3.0 power stroke a power stroke yeah it probably has more in common with a 6.7 than 3.0 it's got more power than, yeah. your, than your 7.3 but uh, still i don't you know power strokes v8 my friend yeah that's, that's it. it it's got that's more it. power than your 7.3 does it does <laughs> okay i get it all right <laughs> we got like 220 horsepowers at the crank yeah okay, okay. i got it but it will never die Never die. Well, it, it can, but it, <laughs> most of the time they don't. You'll lose an yeah. H pop has entered the chat. Yeah. <laughs> hey, watch Hello. this. <laughs> God, it's like that meme that I made a while back ago. It's like it's like your truck will never wake up and leave or like decide it doesn't love you anymore. It's like hey, twenty four valve second gen. Hold my beer. Yeah, VP forty four. Here we come. Yeah. No, I do have to. I do have to hand you know me being a Cummins guy. There's actually quite a bit of similar similarities between a Cummins and a Duramax, as far as like what they run on diesel. Uh, they're both common rail. They both use solenoid type injectors for most of the years. Um, they both use a CP3 um, for some of the so years. So they've got for some of the years, but you know Ram screwed up for two years and then they fixed it. Thank you. Um, but I mean, there's there's you know there's some similarities there. I don't know how spicy we can be, but Ram, what were you thinking? Well, I know that, but they knew. Like, they were like, oh, shit. Uh, how quick can we change this back? Yeah, I immediately regret yeah, this decision. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wait, was, was, there a, was there a miscommunication? Like, did someone delete an email or something that the new, like, the 19s and, and, and 20s were coming with a CB4? Like, and, and we didn't catch it for two years? Like, what, I, I don't understand what happened. I bet you know what happened. So they, they were having a conversation. And uh, well, this is for this would be kind of like on our what happens you know in the back room at, at manufacturers like Ram yeah. or, or Chevy or something like that. So they're having their budget meeting, and they were like, "Well, we gotta cut some budget somewhere." 
we'll cut some budget with we'll, we'll change the CP4s and the Cummins trucks. That's what we'll do. Yeah, I mean Ford's using them. Yeah. GM's using it's them. It's great. It's great. Every, everything's yeah, fine. I mean, and then they did it, and they're like, "Oh shit, that's a terrible idea. We got to fix this. What are we gonna do?" By the way, I figured that out. SRT. Hey, was a Daryl in the back? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the program's you're done. Yeah. In yeah. two years. Yeah. You know what to do. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Say no more, fam. Yeah, yeah, I got this. We got like forty-five thousand Hellcats, <laughs> and we don't have enough vehicles. So uh, call Janine with the vans, get her down here, put yeah. those fuckers in the vans. We're gonna put some on the jeeps, yeah. and uh, yeah. We'll and oh yeah, bring that CP3 back, you freaking yeah. idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah, what happened. I, I don't understand. Like, was it was a Jeff at Ford situation? Was the engineer not privy to all the issues that GM and Ford had with the CP4? Yeah, you know what I, I I read about why they changed, and one of the things that they said <laughs> it was emissions, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it's no, a, this is the stupidest shit ever. It makes me so mad. <clears throat> wait, I'm waiting. No, wait. As in the physical as in, mass, as in the weight the of mass the part. Of it. <laughs> yeah, it's lighter. Okay, That's it. <laughs> like that was one of the. Well, the CP4 is lighter by 12 ounces. Just to, like. give, you, just to give you guys a, <laughs> a scope here, for those of you that may not know how much a CP3 or CP4 weighs, um, shipping weight in a box, a brand new CP3 is what, like 12, 15 pounds? I was going to say not 12 even, pounds. Yeah. 12 pounds, maybe. And that's like shipping materials and everything in the box. Yeah. So you figure uh, if they have deemed, let, let's say it's 100% lighter. It's 12 pounds lighter. Yeah. Did it make that big of a difference? You had 100% more issues. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's cra- it's it, it, Well, and the thing that I don't get is like GM, like they at Ford right now, like they keep using them. Yeah. <laughs> like they're just like, well, whatever. You know. Well, I, I actually, I do <laughs> think Ram was probably. The devil you know. <laughs> they were really after trying to, in my opinion, okay, in my opinion, I don't know exactly what happened. But I like to try and put myself in other people's shoes and like think about, okay, I have a feeling they were trying to chase a, a more power and cleaner emissions by, excuse me, higher injection pressure, which sure. CP4s do technically make more pressure than most CP3s, but they are a low-volume pump and just not as reliable yeah. as you've seen on the internals. If you guys don't know, we, me and Tyler actually tore down a CP4 and a CP3 next to each other. It's a great episode. I don't remember what number it is, but uh, make sure and check that one out. Um, and we actually talk about why, you know, basically the, was it like, like a, a lifter almost, almost on it, uh, yeah, rolls so the, sideways. It's got a mm-hmm. roller on it. Yeah. It's like a whole, it's, yeah, it's basically like a hollow lifter with a roller, with a oh, roller on the yeah. end of it, but with there's no nothing way to that keep is it straight. Yeah. There's nothing that is retaining it in its position. So it just can, a hope and a pray. Just, yeah. Just yeah. good luck. But then a CP3 is basically just like a, a flat tap cam. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Just, it's, yeah, just works. And it always. Oh, and you know what the funniest part of the, about that episode is that CP3 that we took apart looked like it's total sh- looked like total shit. It looked like it s- stayed outside for probably five years. Yeah, like it was total. We took it apart and we're like, this son of a bitch may run. Yeah, like I, it looks like this CP3 could probably still work after just being cleaned up inside and put it all back together. And I bet you that thing would have made pressure. Yeah, the tolerances, all everything still fit tight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like was, I'm not saying you're gonna make a bunch of power, yeah. but like. And we're no experts, probably. Yeah, like we're no experts. Like I'm sure, I'm sure there was something that was completely jacked up in it. But 
I bet you if we would have put that into an engine, I'll put that on an engine or a test stand, I bet you it would have made pressure, and I bet you it would have made a, the truck would have ran mm-hmm. with that pump. So, Sands, you've had some experience as far as hands-on with some other diesel trucks. What uh, I, For those of you that don't know, you've heard Sands about what he drives, and he's a Duramax man. Uh, what, what is your – we like to give people kind of like the background. What, what's your background as far as diesel stuff goes? Like, what, what got you here? Um, so, I came out of high school, wanted to go into auto tech class. I decided that was a no-go for me after working on some semi-trucks. I was like, these are way cooler. So I decided to go into diesel and heavy equipment, and I worked as a technician at a Volvo semi-truck dealership for a while. Um, that was all fine and dandy, and I went to work for a couple of different farmers and stuff, you know, maintaining their equipment. Um, I kind of, I kind of decided that I really didn't want to wrench on something for a living, so <laughs> I went into um, business at a or not went into business, but I got hired at an automobile or a semi truck recycling yard. And I tore apart those for a little bit and then basically moved into sales and I was just like, Oh, this is way better. Like, you know, less stress on my body. Like I come home clean every day. Uh so I decided to kind of stick with the sales thing and did that for a few years and then I wound up here uh through a radio ad actually. Um uh, I was listening to the local rock station. And there was a radio ad for yeah we had a radio ad way yeah, it was it was it was <laughs> way, totally it was, it was way back when yeah but, um, I think it was, I think it was just a paid for ad yeah, because I we I didn't I didn't recognize oh, anybody's so voice yeah, it was just huh. a radio voice yeah it was just radio voice that was a thing I totally yeah. forgot about that yeah, yeah so I, uh, <laughs> we were hurting for sales guys real bad we were apparently fucking I mean, radio ad yeah. hired me <laughs> yeah. so um, and I I went on the website and threw my resume and I waited for a little bit. And then I, I called in because I hadn't heard. And I think I talked to Tyler, actually. And Tyler was like, oh, I'm like, let me get you up to Cooper. So I shot him up to Cooper and I talked to Cooper for a minute. And then Cooper's like, okay, well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll let you know. I was like, all right, sweet. And then a couple of weeks went by. I'm like, well, I didn't get it. And Cooper called me. He's like, hey, uh, you want to come in for another interview? I'm like, uh, sure. So that's when I came in and I, I met with Tyler. And Tyler's like, I, he talked to me for like five minutes. He's like, all right, well, I've seen everything I need to see. And then I got hired the next day. Yeah. Quick so. and easy. That's how I do it. Quick, yeah. quick, quick, quick and easy. But hey, my, my success rate is actually pretty damn good because he's still here. I, indeed. <laughs> indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, trial by fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, uh, yeah, I have worked on several other things outside of here. A um, couple seven threes. Never touch a six zero. I never want to really touch a 6.0. <laughs> um, 6.7. On behalf worked. of 6.0s, we don't want you either. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, 6.7, Power Strokes. I've uh, worked on a couple there. Um, actually, a fantastic engine. I, now, I, <laughs> I'm a Duramax guy. Everybody labels me as a Duramax guy, but my next truck, probably a 6.7 Power Stroke. Probably an Illuma Duty. Yep. <laughs> so, that, I mean, 17 to 19, or, I mean, get the 2020 with the new transmission. But I mean, seventeen and nineteen. If I could find a good deal on one of those, that's gonna be hard because Tyler was not. Uh, no, you were looking more for like eleven to sixteen, weren't you? I was looking at all years. I, uh, I definitely yeah. could not afford the uh, seventeen and ups. The prices that they were getting were twenty thousand dollars over what I paid for my brand new truck with zero miles on it. Yeah, they they are charging the premium for power strokes. Yeah, I mean, I knew what I was getting into even with my truck. I'm like, I, but I'm okay with it. Like it's. Yeah. It's got a CP3. Dodge that it bullet. It does have a 68 RFE. Didn't eh. dodge that bullet. Yeah. Well, 
I honestly thought it was a CP4 truck, and I had already had like envisioned ready to order, ready to order a retro the, kit. <clears throat> the the BD kit for it. Then I popped the hood on it, and I'm like, CP4 looks just like a CP3. <laughs> the weird. That is CP4. That's just and I, I like yeah. texted you or called you. I was like, dude, they switch because like I I don't know where I missed that memo that yeah. they had switched back because like I met, I was like, that's a fucking CP3. Yeah. Like, well, I, I thought you had a 20. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's a CP4. Yeah, and you're like, like, no, it's 21. I was like, oh, CP3, dude. You're like, no way. I'm like, yeah, like, look at it. It's a CP3. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know where I missed that memo. Because I, I knew, I, I was like, oh, it's a CP4 track. It's a CP4. I, I don't know. I just, Honestly, I, I probably missed out on a lot of, like, new shit just because what I was doing with, like, I, I'm working on parts for every every truck, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, there wasn't the CP3 uh, conversion kits uh, were released from BD. And I just assumed without doing any looking into it. Because honestly, at that point, too, like it was kind of kind of came up on us. Like I wasn't really expecting getting a new truck. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, OK, sweet. Let's do this. <laughs> for some reason, I always thought it was a, a 20. For the longest time, I thought it was a 20. Yeah, I, I thought it was a 22. Yeah. Not, uh, not a, like a, a 22, but I thought it was a 20, 20 also. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's transition a little bit here because we talk about all things on this podcast, and that doesn't limit us to talk about hot rods Ooh. and gas cars Ooh. and stuff like that. So <laughs> the if you listen to one of our previous episodes, um, like me, obviously we're all motorheads in general, and most motorheads all get started from classic cars, whether that's from dad magazines tv something like that classic yeah. cars mm, i actually know, got started cars. from boats Are you serious wow you're a dangerous yeah. human being yeah <laughs> i i <laughs> I, I, I grew up working on working on boats like probably from the time i was 10 um working on boats with my grandpa like i mean when i say working i mean handing him the wrenches and and getting yelled at but you know that that's that's what i grew up with hold, holding the flashlight incorrectly holding the flashlight incorrectly which i mean nice thing about boats is most of the time everything's out there so there's minimal flashlight holding mm-hmm. but grab the wrong wrench and oh, oh yeah. no dang i didn't know that yeah but anyways so hot rods screw boats uh, by the way yeah i i, I hate them yeah. the like my go-to which i would like to have in the future and hopefully in the near future and i'm talking like once i get the truck thing figured out and the camper thing figured out I want to work on getting into a more classic car. Okay. Um, yeah, that's like my. I, right. I, have, I have these goals for myself. You know, it, you know my goal was hopefully you get a Ranchero. What you gonna get? Oh, we have Ranchero. talked about this before. A Ranchero. We? What do you yeah. want? Uh, an old Galaxy. Damn. Okay. All right, Tyler. All right. We had a whole episode talking about uh, this. What do you think? I was, what do you think about that? That Falcon I sent you a while Dude, ago. Dude, I had a, I had a freaking hard on for three days. I almost <laughs> went to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you pull it up? Yeah. Is there a way you can pull it up? I want to see it. Oh, She's bro. hot. It was so my absolute favorite car of all time. It's going to always be my dream car. Yeah. I will own one at Ford some Fairlane, point. Nineteen sixty four Ford Fairlane two door post. Basically the same car that was used as the um, the the Thunderbolts. <laughs> Factory. They only made a hundred of them. Fiberglass hood, fenders, door skirts, trunk lid, 427 side oiler, four speed, manual, factory radio delete, factory heater delete. Like basically, like it, it, 
It's a they, race car. They had to make a hundred of them to compete in the the because it had to be like a a a, a car that you could buy. Yeah. So they made like the threshold was a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> like they called them the Hemi eaters back in the day. Like these cars, are, and they are so kind of like unassuming looking. Mm-hmm. It's I I don't know why I like that body style of car. Like because I like the Dodge Polaris. Like with the with the uh, four twenty six, what they call four twenty six max wedge with the intake manifold, it looked like it was like the size of a fucking billboard. Yeah. Oh yeah, and like a carburetor here and a carburetor yeah. over here. <laughs> like, was it the uh, cross cross ram? No, I think I called it max wedge. Heavy yeah. is what they. I, I'm well, pretty the, sure that's what they call. It. I'm not a Mopar guy. I'm more of a classic Ford <clears throat> guy. But that that four twenty seven side oiler with that with that four speed manual transmission just a nasty motherfucker like yeah. that is such a badass car to me like my first car was a 63 ford fairlane which is very similar other than the fact that it has like three inch wings above the taillights and i will say the taillights in a 63 are way more sexy than the taillights in a 64 mm-hmm. those taillights on the 1963 ford fairlane the way that they reflect off the inner piece of the tail it, they're they're freaking gorgeous gorgeous God, I got a, I got a boner now. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? You want yeah, beer? Okay. So, uh, one of the previous episodes, I talked about mine. Uh, uh, full body four door Galaxy. It's like a kids. And uh, as much as I would like to have a you know an old school big block carburetor Ford in there, um, realistically in my and we and I, I talked about this too, and I even talked about my with my dad about it because my dad's kind of a purist when it comes to this kind of stuff. You know, Ford's got to have a Ford. And I know everybody else swaps the world. Okay, I get that. You should have saw this galaxy. Yeah, that listing is probably gone. Yeah. It was on Craigslist. I, yeah, I was like Craigslist or Marketplace or something uh, like that. But was it, a, uh, it was a Falcon. That's it, yeah, it was, it was a Falcon. Falcon. Right? It was like a thousand horsepower twin oh. turbo LS. No, I don't think it, it was. Wasn't was it wasn't LS. Yes, oh. I, he didn't mention it in the listing, but I didn't. I didn't. Engine, I didn't look that hard. But it it was it was hot. Yeah, I would just want a, you know. A modest built LS with a nasty cam in it. I just want it to be loud. I want it to be fairly quick enough. I don't care if it's I don't care if it's over geared so it's quick for street. I'm not cruising far in it. Uh, in a galaxy though, you'd put an LS. Like I, I, I honestly wouldn't. I would go more try to go more like you, you could take like a three ninety Ford and mm-hmm. you could punch those out to like a four twenty seven and kind of make like a clone four twenty seven with them. That freaking rip. I, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. The the main thing for me is my knowledge base right now i don't know much about carburetors okay like i i, I can uh, learn ben they make a fuel injection that bolts in place of a carburetor i probably have to do that but the the other thing is too is like with my budget that i'm probably going to be going into this i'm more than likely if i if i find something that i'm more than likely finding something that's like because i i hate body work i will take a a clean body with no engine over a really really you know everything was built from the inside out because i hate paying for body work yeah i'd rather i it pains me like the only way i would do that is if the thing was absolutely pristine interior and and perfect engine and, and trans combination drive to was all great and the only thing i needed was body work i would consider that but otherwise i just want a complete interior i want a complete car and i'll even take it with no motor uh but that's pretty much where i'm guessing my budget will be and with how easy it is to basically stab an ellison and everything and <sighs> I, I'm I'm not a again I'm not Dude, a it's a big a ass motor car. It's a big ass car. You need yeah. a big block in that thing. I would prefer a big block. Like I prefer you know a nice old big Ford big block. You in take that. those four sixties. What you can punch them out to like five twenty fives or something Ooh, like, like yeah five five fourteen or five forty one. And they're like a stroker motor and they're freaking nasty. I mean I 
I'm opposed to that. Yeah. You know, um, I, basically, what I want is if I'm at a stoplight ben. and I mash it, I want World War Three. Yeah. Like, I just want loud as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Seven three Godzilla. Or that. The uh, what did I see? There, uh, the new Mustangs coming out. They're going to have a factory supercharged Godzilla. I think I saw on there or something like that. I don't quote me on that. I, 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 I was scrolling I, through Facebook super fast on there. I know they're. Jim, co- I know they're coming out with a 500 horse, a naturally aspirated 5.0, but I did not see anything about a. Jesse was just talking. We were just talking about the new Mustangs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it was only a 5.0 you could get. Like it okay. wasn't the seven. Maybe maybe it was like a a kit that I was seeing or something like that because yeah. they do sell Godzilla's mo- or like modular. Yeah, you can order a crate Godzilla now. Yeah, but yeah, that that would be my go-to. I I, I fold our Galaxy, which just gobs of power. They that Car engine in the back window. That down. engine wants boost. Yeah. Like any, if yeah, you look at the specs on that engine, it wants boost. Totally. All I'd be into that. So okay. Down the road, I know you. Uh, you got yourself a Camaro, <laughs> slow marrow. My slow marrow. Yeah, my catfish. You still have it. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's out. Sands has a fleet of vehicles. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's out in the back forty. I haven't touched it because I hate driving that thing. I haven't sold it because well, every time something breaks down, it's always right there, ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> starts every time except for when it's got a dead battery. I don't know why I thought you sold that. God, it, I I, well, I talked about it. I've talked about it probably six or seven times, but then something happens, and I was like, oh man, I'm God, I'm glad I had this thing. Except in the wintertime. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. So, Sands, what's your what's your classic car of choice? Let, let's do two things. Classic car of choice, I don't want to say unlimited budget, but, like, more than you think you could probably afford. And then what's, like, the if what's your next stage of classic car that you think you could probably make work in your budget? Okay. So, uh, money was no issue. Probably a 1971 uh, Chevelle. Uh, SS with the LS6 package with that 450 horsepower, 454 in the four speed. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like that, that. Oh yeah. That that car's got my motor running for many many years. Like that. That would be like my ultimate Just dream, my pants. dream muscle car. <laughs> uh, as far as something that I could be a little bit more realistic with, uh, probably an LS swapped like Nova. Okay. Like a 70s cool. 70s Nova. With um, a kind of a rowdy, like probably just a heads cam intake six liter and a six speed T fifty six behind it. Mm-hmm. Like I think that'd be super fun. Manuals. And then do like kind of like a yeah. like a, a pro touring with uh, the Nova. So put some nice suspension and wheels and stuff like that on it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I would. I would love if if I get a gal, especially if it's a big block. I would love to have a manual behind a big block, just yeah. something that's like. Even as a four speed, something yeah. that's just super rowdy. Yeah, like I just I have this picture in my mind of my son in the back seat. You know, you know I'm driving, got my my bride in the passenger seat, and we're just he just sees dad dig for a gear and just fucking all hell breaks loose. Yeah, you know his ears are ringing, the car lifts up, you know, and Lynette like you know, has to like grab the door. And it's just like, and I'm, and you see Dad just like lean forward on the wheel, just fucking ramming a gear in. It's yeah. like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I see that I, in, like from my son's eyes looking forward. I'm like, that's that's what I want to be. Probably no seatbelts in the back. You Fuck seatbelts. My 63. <laughs> I will bolt their seats in. Me, and my <laughs> wife, bench seat in the front, no seatbelts. She's sliding all the way over. My 63, no seatbelts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, they could pull me over and be like, never came with them. Yeah. Never came with them. <laughs> like. 
that was the dopest thing. Like, I never had to wear a seatbelt. Like, and that was my first car. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just rolling around with this thing, no seatbelt. Wait, wait a minute. Uh, where'd your dad work? Uh, my, uh, well, yeah, yeah, state patrol. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But I'm, a, I'm honestly on the fence of, uh, I, I, I go back and forth. I like, I, the classic car thing, like I, I will always be a, a lover of that and always look out for that perfect car, that perfect project that I want uh, for that. But I'm on the fence. I, I think the next like thing I want to, this is all conti- conti- uh, contingent on me building a shop in my backyard because right. that's the only way that my wife will let me have a, a project is if I have a shop, Yeah. Um, which is fair. It's fair yeah. enough. We've got, I've got already too much shit in my yeah in my you house gotta make right more room <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm that way um, too because i i assume by that time like i'm i'm gonna be in my next house yeah i'll have a shop or at least a big fucking garage i have really been getting excited about i want a freaking two-wheel drive first gen ram you've I, been I, on that for probably almost dude, a year and a half two I, years now i i don't even honestly what i i would even take a that body style of the you know d250 or whatever like even if it didn't even come with a Cummins, mm-hmm. like I would take like a, a standard cab short bed gasser yeah, and, and, and then find the engine. Stab a 12 up in there. Instead, dude. And just make like a little low. I, I want a lowered like hot rod truck. Yeah. Like that's what I want. Like not to do like, it ain't going to tow. It ain't going to do anything specific other than just cruise and make and, you happy and just be a cool looking kind of hot rod you know something around like that you know right around that 500 horsepower mark yeah just a great little street truck maybe put a little wider tire on the back just give it that kind of like that pro street look mm-hmm. but would i race it like i wouldn't go to the track with it i wouldn't give a shit like i just want to cruise it around like that's like that's what i want to be have as my like i got a feeling that uh how much i know you like drag racing you would end up taking that to track. Oh yeah. I don't think you would end up taking it to, well, like, they open be super, up again. Yeah. Like, I don't think you'd go out there being like, want to be super competitive, but like being able to actually go to a track and have a sticky tire on there and get in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you'd be, dude, there. be so 100%. much fun. So much. It's so funny too. Cause I used to hate those trucks so much. I thought they're so ugly. And then it just came around on me and I just, I freaking am obsessed with them. I even take a, one of the extended cab ones. Like I don't care. You you make an extended cab short bed ver- short bed version of those. I if I did extended cab, I think I would honestly like the long bed and just have like a long low. Okay. Just mm-hmm. you know I I don't know I that that to me I think I think to me that would be a more feasible project for me because I could probably find a, a a body and frame for pretty cheap, mm-hmm. like versus my 64 Fairlane that I like, like I, I'm not going to f- even a clapped out one. I'm going to be spending bucks for them just cause they're the value to, uh, you know, they just right. keep going up. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I could pick up a two wheel drive gasser yard, the whatever freaking three eighteen or whatever bullshit was in it in line six or whatever that, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it was and, and kind of take off from there. I think that'd be super cool. Like I even, I would even be, you know, like, get a hold of Dave and be like, Dave, like how do we do some airbag shit on this? Like I want this thing low. I love bag trucks. Yeah. <laughs> I was my, yeah. uh, my first Ranger. I was, uh, I had my, so I, my second Ranger was an Oh one with a four liter in it. My first one, you had, you had a Bronco too. I had, I had a Ranger yeah. of that same body style. It was an 88 Ranger, the 2.9 is fuel injected. I think yours, was yours carburetor or was your fuel injected? Fuel injected. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
two wheel drive automatic extended cab short bed and i wanted to bag that thing so bad yeah and <laughs> i'm so glad my dad talked me out of it yeah yeah <laughs> i was getting ready to dump so much money in that thing yeah that was a good move so i gotta ask you sans because mm. i i have gotten some shit because i haven't done anything to my truck yet mm-hmm. okay what do you think i should do Ooh. You know, Tyler. I uh, use my truck. I use it. It's a purpose. I, I have to have it work. But what would I do? Legitimately, I a leveling kit and some decent wheels and tires and airbags. Okay. And I would leave it and drive it. Yeah. Upgrade the stereo. Hey, stereo is actually not bad in that truck. <laughs> See, Sands, uh, you and I are stuck in the old, old vehicles. We're like... Mo- even base level stereos and new cars nowadays, they're not bad. Dude, my shit bumps. They get down pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they so, are coming with like factory subs and amps and yeah, all kinds of stuff. All right. I got, well, an, o- that- I got an O4 Xterra where sometimes if I turn a corner too hard, my one speaker sounds like a death metal band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, what you just said is basically on the path that I think I'm going to go with it. Just do... <clears throat> um, I was going to drop wheel size because I have 18s now, go to a 17, mm-hmm. and then just do a 35, 12, 50. Um, honestly, I've been looking around. You could put 35s on the thing without even touching the suspension. It fits. I know, but uh, I would do a leveling kit, probably specifically Carly, just to get a little bit better ride out of it. Yeah, I honestly would do it just to pick up the front to be level with the rear because I'm not a fan of rake, personally. I just... I. Yeah. I mean, it, no, I, I get nothing wrong with like a little it, rake. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not saying it's not something that's like an eyesore to me. But like right. for me personally, I'm like, I, I, if if I own a vehicle, unless it's purposefully over raked, yeah, just to piss people off, well, it needs to be leveled. Well, here's the thing that I was thinking: if I didn't level the front, that still leaves me room to reverse level the back. The one thing that honestly that I it was a little frustrated with that with that truck. It sits so freaking high in the back. Mm-hmm. Like even to get into the the bed, like to reach over the bed, that the back end of that truck is like I told you, I had to get an eleven inch drop hitch to tow my utility trailer to tow my side by side around. It's a stock height. It's a stock height truck. It's a twenty five hundred. Yeah, even, it's not even a one ton. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I showed up to pick up the trailer and uh your the hitch was set up for your truck. And we had to pretty much completely reverse it yeah. and <laughs> and like pretty much raise it all away. Yep. So as much raise as it could to match up to the trailer. And I was driving a th- like a stock three quarter ton Chevy. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was redonk. Yeah. The the back end of that truck. And it, but if you look at it from the side, it's really not a huge rake. Maybe it's because just because it's long and you don't notice it. It's it's a, it's a, long, it's a long truck. It's a long. It is I, a long I truck. had a guy from. I was over at my buddy Keith's house and his neighbor across the street just moved up from California. And uh, we went over to his house to check on his dog because he was in Oregon. And uh, I pull up in front of his house and he looks at me. He looks at the truck. He goes, how do you drive that thing? <laughs> I was like, well, well, you see, you get in and you turn the key and then yeah. you put it in D. and You just kind of drive it. Here's the thing, <laughs> sir. And I noticed this actually when I moved up here from California is – especially once you get out of like city-ish areas like i haven't actually had to parallel park anything i can legitimately say i haven't parallel parked in minimum a year yeah minimum possibly two um 
can I still do it? Of course I can still do it. Yeah. Uh, living, you know, in San Jose and being in San Francisco and all that kind of stuff and in Sacramento and San Diego, like I, I've, having the pillar park is a must. You cannot survive down there without pillar parking. Right. Um, but like having just pull into spots up here, I'm like, I can totally get why people daily drive four or long bed dualies. Like I, yeah, it's no big deal. I'm not going anywhere where I need to like worry about fitting. Yeah. Nor if, if I have to worry about fitting there, I don't want to go. Right. Like I, <laughs> I completely refuse to go downtown. Like, yeah. I will not go downtown. I don't. Yeah, there's nothing down there for so me. So he's probably still if he's if he's fresh up here, he's probably still thinking to himself like, man, how do you parallel park that? How do you park that in a parking garage? Yeah, well, I just what don't. about those small spots where you can't? Fit? I just don't. Yeah, <laughs> just don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's that easy. Newsflash: I, <laughs> I have parallel parked the Duramax before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I used to parallel downtown. park my Mega Cab down there, and do like, I mean, you know what? I have. Mm, I've parallel parked in the red excursion. So I have at least in the last year or so. It was fresh though. Yeah. Because it was it was before my daughter was born. We went to a doctor's appointment and I couldn't fit in the parking garage even stock height. Yeah. So I had to park outside. Yeah. So that was probably just after this it's a year. Yeah. A year. And before that couldn't tell you. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Legit couldn't tell you. Interesting. What about you, Tyler? When's the last time you parallel parked? Oh fuck! <laughs> uh, if, if I did, um, I parallel parked. I I think my my wife's car, her Honda Pilot, which is like driving a go kart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like uh, parallel parking the Xterra. It's, yeah, it's, it's cheating. It's it's kind of cheating. Yeah, with my truck, no, I don't. Yeah, I just kind of, I'll drop you off here, <laughs> and I'll just go around the block a few times. Like, there was one time I was picking Cass up from downtown because she had some, like, work thing. Mm-hmm. I literally drove around the block probably 15 times. Like, I was like, I'm not even going to try. Yeah. I'm not even going to try to pull into, like, the, especially some of the small areas down there. Like, that ain't freaking happening. Yeah. Like, I ain't going to, I'm not even going to, no, no. I'll just, I'll just keep driving around. Yeah. Just <laughs> keep nosing around. Got my stereo going. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> don't need, yeah. Don't need to do that. I still think you should do the, uh, the Banks intake manifold. I do want to do that. Yeah. As far as uh, engine stuff, that'll probably be one of the, I'll probably do SMB intake and that banks intake manifold. I really like that. Transmission tuning, uh, transmission tuning. Um, God, we got old quick. We're yeah, talking about just transmission tuning. Yeah, I know, but you got to tune that thing, again, pump it you, up. When you're talking about just a, a, a lift in tires. Like if I picked up a, a newer Illuma duty, like that is all it would get. Yeah. It would be like a Carly two and a half inch leveling kit and some nice wheels and tires yeah i mean short of me drive it just short of me driving back and forth to work i need that thing to i need that thing to yeah. do what it's in what it was built to do and that's tow and, that's and i wanted to do it good and i wanted to, to do it efficiently mm-hmm. um because again with the side by side i have fun after the fact i have fun when we get there and that's where i can go and beat the crap out of that thing and i don't care it's whatever and but when the weekend's over, I want that thing hooked up and I want it to go and I don't want to have to worry about anything. I want my drive to be as 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 uneventful. Uneventful as possible. Yeah. Boring uh, is good. A hundred percent. Especially when you're talking about again, a tow rig, and I, that's not gonna change for us anytime soon. Like I, at the rate we're going, I'll probably have a forty five foot freaking fifth wheel by the end of freaking next year. Who knows? Yeah. Like that's I mean just, you're selling your toy hauler? <laughs> probably <laughs> I mean it's been talked about <laughs> I mean it's, it's it's either it's either we go to a, a, a which I 
let's talk about that for a second here. Because mm-hmm. I've I just had a conversation with other uh, some other friends camping about this. Like, I would love to have. Uh, first of all, fifth wheels they have a ton of room. Yeah, oh, like yeah. a ton of room. The things I don't like about them though, you screw some, your bed space. You screw your bed space, but when you have that much room and storage, doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I loved the size of the trailer that Sands has got because that that son of a bitch, I could put that I could put that thing anywhere. Yeah. I do notice the length difference even with our with our uh, toy hauler now. Um, it, it's just it's long. It's a little bit longer, um, but like Sands' size trailer, you could get that into literally any spot mm-hmm. and not have to be concerned about anything like that's nice once you start getting up into the uh, the fifth wheel toy haulers i mean you're talking 40 some odd feet that's a big that's a big unit and you're you've eliminated yourself from a few different places mm-hmm. <laughs> um especially if you want to like up at tacoma creek like some of those places like th- that if those if that campsite that we camped at was taken like we kind of would have been either in a field or down into some other spots that are uh, not necessarily hard to get into. Uh, it's just, it, you just got to watch out for shit. Yeah. Um, but what I like about big fifth wheels, uh, the separate garage for the, for the, for the totally. storage of the toy. Mm. That is, that is something to me that is so nice. And I wish I had, um, not only is it quicker to load and unload because there's more space, um, all, the dirt and mud and cause you get your shit fucked up when you're out yeah. riding. Like, um, so all that is contained in a garage. And also most of them have a washroom in the back of the unit. Mm-hmm. So you could go like, if we got all freaking muddy, like take your boots off here. You could even shower off whatever you need to do without getting into your living space. Um, the living space is incredible on some of these. Like yeah. it's, you think you thought we were fancy, like if I had a fifth wheel, dude, we'd be like, well, every, basically it, your it, your entire floor plan, like take away your master bedroom because that's basically on the fifth wheel part of it. Yeah, and that's living room, and that's all living room. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I refer kitchen, that yeah. it's uh, Lenny's toy haulers like yeah. that. Like yeah. when I first went into Lenny's trailer, I I I honestly had never actually been in any trailer that nice before, mm-hmm. and I it just it the the living area was so big. I couldn't comprehend that there was a whole area blocked off. Yeah. That's a garage. Yeah. Like it, someone walked in there yeah, to go get a box feel, and yeah. I was like, yeah, I thought this was the whole trailer. Like, no, I'm like, there's a 12 foot garage in here. Yeah. How did I not comprehend? Like, it's like when you walk into a room, you're like, something's missing. Like, so there's a secret room here. Like I, I can feel the wall is too close or something like that. Yeah. It was like that. I'm like, holy shit. You have a whole extra. This is amazing. Yeah. Well, it, it is funny because like some people will say like that, that's not camping. Like, <laughs> you know what? It is camping. We're just a little bit more luxurious than the whole tent thing. Like you sleep in a tent, like oh, a tent's miserable. Yeah. You're I'll, I'll you're you are <laughs> you are putting yourself in a miserable position just to say that you were out there in the woods. Like, I'm sorry. I could connect more with the woods. When I'm in my toy hauler, sitting in my recliner, looking out the window, going, "Wow, it's beautiful out here." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's uh, what like the people that talk shit about people that have trailers. 
is just because they're too broke and they can't afford a trailer because yeah. you know they're they're ha- their happy ass would be in a trailer if they could. Totally. <laughs> 100%. Like the, the the only people that should be you know using tents are the folks that are a walking like if they're hiking. If yeah. Okay, yeah, bring a tent. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Yeah. Or if you feel the need to drive your vehicle so far in the cuts, yeah, that you legitimately a could not have a trailer or b couldn't even have a rooftop tent yeah on the vehicle to go that far out yeah then i accept you having a tent but at the same time at the same time it's 2022 like yeah. we don't need to like act like we're we're like you know neanderthals out in the bush <laughs> i know i've made you a yeah a, a, well you know. speaking of trailers like if if Personally, like yeah. if you guys were to consider selling your trailer in like the near future, yeah, I would actually consider buying it. It's a nice trailer because huh? knowing that it can fit a four by four, or a four seater, yeah, side by side, yeah. There's, there's, you could put like probably, probably three four wheelers in there, yeah, or dirt bikes. It, you whatever. probably put fucking ten dirt bikes yeah. in that thing, like, uh, and then it's got the the bed on top and a bed on bottom, right? Yep. So I've got two kids, two queen beds, basically. Yeah, in the back. And there's a bathroom, and my excursion can pull it. Yeah. Like, I, I would... Oh, I'm never going to have to advertise any of my trailers. No. I'll just sell them to the people here. <laughs> yeah. If, if it comes time for... Like, a look so far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, like, in the year or two or something like that, if I haven't gotten to where I'm going with the whole truck bed thing or something yeah. like that, I would actually consider that. Because I know, yeah. you know, like, we've talked about it before again, yeah, but, like, I like being outdoors. My wife loves being outdoors. You know, we... She and I both did the tent camping thing when we had no kids, we did a tent camping trip when she was uh, just about four or five months pregnant, and my son was almost four. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was fun, but we went home, and it was like, after that, we kind of looked at each other, and I'm like, I'm not trying to say I don't want to go camp anymore, but like, I am over this tent. I'm yeah. over setting it up. I'm over doing all that. Like, I want to get there, and I want to spend time with my family. Yeah. I want to go do adventurous stuff with my son. I want to go, you know, dig in the dirt. I want to chop a tree down. I want to, you know, barbecue some shit, you know, and I want to be able to go sleep in a heated area. Yeah. You know, well, I, I, I could give a shit about air conditioning. Like, if it has it, great. If it doesn't, oh, I'm not worried about it. Oh, you, you mm. would want it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But the, the whole being able to extend your camping season to when, you know, bo- like oh, m- yeah. Memorial Day or before, because up here, Memorial Day at night, it's still 30 degrees. Oh yeah, it gets it cold. Sucks. It gets. I can tell you cold. that because that's the weekend we went camping last time in a tent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, that that the, that stuff for me. Um, my wife and I both decided, and she camped a lot with her family when she was younger too. And she's like, I, I have no problem. Like, I I think tent camping has its place, but like, look at this point, it's more of a time. And you know, like, if you told me like, I don't care if we're going to the coolest campsite and going to ride in the coolest stuff and have everything paid for when we get there. If you told me I was sleeping in a tent, I'm like. I don't want to go. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know Sands could probably attest to this because he did a, a a good camping trip down to Yellowstone, right? Oh, yeah. So even just like after you get your trailer set up, like you got all your, all your That gets me excited, up. getting shit dialed. Like, yeah, you know? get it all dialed. It's like, this is my home now. And then you like walk inside, especially like at night, like, hey, you want to, you know, watch a movie or something? And like yeah. you look out the window and you're just like in the woods. It's just... If you want to again, make tea, you again, can make tea. I, I truly feel like you 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 experience and respect the outdoors more when you're in a trailer versus in a tent where you're like, shit, this sucks. I'm just laying here trying to go to sleep. I'm in a tent. It's muggy. 
Uh, it might rain. Did I put my rain fly up right? If I did, don't touch the wall of the tent because I'm going to get soaked. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> like, And then you get up and you're just like, this sucks. Like, yeah. I slept like shit. <laughs> so we, we, went to, we went to Yellowstone and uh, we were there for a whole entire week. So we were there Sunday to Sunday. And it just so happens the Sunday that we left was the day before they closed Yellowstone down for like the north, you know, a bunch of the north roads being flooded out. Yeah. So it, it rained the first three days that we got there and then the last day that we were leaving. And I can guarantee you that if we were tent camping. Yeah. You would have left probably. I would have left. Yeah. Yeah. Like I. Yeah. And I think there's nothing well, cooler than being in your trailer with like a storm like rolling through. Yeah, oh, it was That's great. That's so freaking cool. It makes it you great. feel. It, it's it's like you have your own little cabin in the woods. Yeah. It's yeah. not like, I, I don't think of it as like, oh, I have, you know, cable TV and, you know, uh, whatever. I think it more of like, I have my portable cabin in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, we were, you know, inside watching the lightning, watching the rain. It was great. I mean, I, I cooked inside, you know, I, we had a bathroom inside, like we were dry. Everything was fantastic. We had everything contained in the trailer. I didn't have to worry about whether we were going to get water in the tent, whether we were, you know, shuffling stuff in and out of the, of the vehicle, whether stuff was going to remain dry. It was just all there. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, is, is there places for tent camping? Yeah, sure. But I, like I, I don't know if I will go go back to those places. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. At the end of the day, like I, I get, it, it's all about you know, you know, there is an aspect of connecting to nature, being outside, doing that kind of stuff. But go walk outside with your shoes off. Yeah. Connect. There but you go. truly, at at the end of it, you know, and if you're a diehard tent camper, that's fine. Like we're not trying to say don't do anything. But at the end of the day, I, I'm almost positive the goal that we're all trying to do is to have fun. To, to a have fun. And B, if you're there with other people, is to enjoy your time with other people. Yeah. There, there's honestly nothing like funner than having like because we have a pretty good group of people that have mm -hmm. toy haulers. Like all of us have bumper pull toy haulers. Every like Kyle and Ashley, Keith and Keith and Ashley, like our main little like riding friend group. Mm -hmm. Well, Keith Keith's parents have a little one of those like Class C motorhomes that they, you know, an older one. But we all have these little toy haulers. But it's something so, like, you set up, like, your little community yeah. in, like, the woods. Like, you could, like, stage your shit. Like, one of the funnest times I ever had camping, uh, we were at, uh, uh, oh, man, it was uh, right on the Kingston River. Uh, fuck, what is that? It's called Country Lane is what it's called. Uh, Country Lane. And uh, it was relatively small spots. But you're right on the right on the river, like the Coeur d'Alene River or whatever the hell it was. But like we were so close, we couldn't even open up our awnings all the way. But the way that we had it set up, we called it Party Alley, because like in between when we had when I had your trailer, and so I pulled in and Mark backed his motorhome in, and we both put our awnings out, mm -hmm. so it was completely covered on the top. And then we put our our uh, we have like this uh, um, like. The rug yeah, thing yeah. that we put out, right? It's like a plastic rug thing. So the whole floor in between all our trailers was like this rug thing, and we had like these LED lights and all. It was like it was it was just kind of cool. Like yeah. it's like kind of like trailer park shit, but it's like I don't know, it's kind of fun. Like <laughs> you know, you're out in the woods, you're you can do whatever you want, and then like you're just have this little like party central area, but that you're that you're just congregating at mm -hmm. with like your gas, you know, propane fire pit and. Just, just having a good time, like, and nothing, none of this could be done without diesel trucks. That's where I'm gonna wrap it right back Fact. around. <laughs> you need a truck to be able to tow the, the, these type of things. But yeah, uh, I, I absolutely. That's it's. 
it's been the funnest thing for for me even without the side by side it was still fun mm-hmm. like because I, I would unhook the truck and just go drive the truck on the on the on the on the roads and just go explore doing that which is still fun like Let's face it. We all got a beer in the freaking center console. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're going up, driving like four miles an hour, but it's still fun. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I just love that shit, man. Yeah. I'm doing it this weekend too, so I'm, I'm jacked. I'm excited to get that to that point with my, my little family. I uh, I hope it's next summer that we have something because the, the original plan is like I, I want to have my the truck. If we're going to continue on with the truck bed camper yeah. scenario, I want to have a truck, you know, by this year. And then by hopefully by the end of next summer or sometime next summer, have a truck bed camper for it. Um, so we can go out and start doing stuff. Well, you might be buying my toy hauler then. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it, it's no, nothing is – here's what we got to do. And I know this – I'm going to say this on here because I know our wives don't listen. Yeah. Is we need to uh, – and the hard, the hard part for me is I need to somehow get me and Lynette – to go with you and Cassie yeah. on a camping trip without our kids. Yeah. Okay. So we need to find a weekend where, hmm. like, our in laws or my in laws are in town. The perfect weekend this weekend. Drop the kids off. You have your in laws in town this weekend? No, I don't have any. You find someone. What Heather? What's Heather doing? It, it, Get it's one of the take some planning. Sands, what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> I'm going with you. Are you no, is it, we're just. Do you know what I'm doing this weekend? I'm literally making this entire trip just so I could dump the shit tank in my trailer. I'm going up to Kalispell Casino. Wait, you don't dump that after every trip? Um, I try to, but if they're like the last, so last week when we came at Priest Lake, they didn't have a dump there. And the dump that was on the way, there was like 30 campers there. Oh. And so I, we Wait, use this. Is it the one in Deer Park? No, oh. I don't want to go. They, do you know what they charge for that shit? Well, I mean, I just, I usually, I usually have to like get fuel there. So I just go buy whatever it is, the $30 worth of fuel. Oh. And then they just the give key. you the thing. Oh, well, they were like the same price as a camping spot at Kalispell. So we just used it. I mean, you can leave it like we use this stuff called uh, Happy Camper. It's like a powder that you put in the shit tank. That shit is absolutely amazing. Any camper out there that doesn't use Happy Happy Camper, freaking give it a try. It is our friends. Their shit tank stunk so freaking bad. Like we were, we, I rolled up. I think it was a memorial. I rolled, we rolled up to the, we had our trailers already there. We were, I'm like, what the fuck is that smell it was their fucking it was their camper and they're just using like the pods and i'm like Cass, go give them some of our shit she literally poured it in there within 10 seconds the smell was gone like this powder shit is amazing so i i'll leave it in there a week especially when it's like this weather it's not too hot so i know it's not like just baking in there um but uh but yeah that's what i'm doing this weekend so if you're not doing anything come out to kalispell i'm gonna bring the side by side we're gonna do i'm just going up there saturday night to oh, Sunday, yeah. we're gonna go do a rip. Cass's mom is coming with me. <laughs> she's gonna tow her side by side up, and she's gonna stay in our trailer. But dude, if you guys had a babysitter, you could totally freaking rent one of the cabins, like literally right across from where I'm gonna be camping at, and we can go freaking have fun up there. So the the goal that I need to do is we need to find one of the weekends that her her parents are up to leave the kids at home. Yeah, and we need to we need to go do. Like we need to stay with you in your RV, in your trailer, because we need to get Lynette sold on that specific trailer. Yeah. Then when it comes time, it'll be easy. You yeah. want to further solidify it? Uh, what? Wait until like Thanksgiving when it's cold out. Oh, she, she knows. And, and, she the, knows. and the inside of the yeah. trailer is going to be like sixty-five degrees. She. she uh, you guys need to come up. You know what you guys need to do? 
So we just started this ritual. I don't want to call it a ritual, but ritual. It's a. Yeah. We started this thing that we're doing. It's called we call friendsgiving. Mm-hmm. So up in the woods, Cass's mom brings her propane. It's called the Big Easy. It's like a pro. It's a turkey cooker thing. Mm-hmm. She cooks a turkey up there. We have the whole, all the fixins, everything. Everybody's just hanging out. We have our big circle of trailers. Like last year, we had just people just come up for the day. It's right at Tacoma Creek at the four mile mark. Mm-hmm. And boom, bring her up. You can even bring the kids up. I mean, for a day, if you want, you guys could, you guys could grab a cabin at Kalispell, come up, meet us at Tacoma Creek. We could rip, rip you around, have fun, hang out. And then you guys could drive five minutes back to Kalispell and go stay in the cabin with your kids. The thing is, I need to get her to stay the night yeah. in the trailer. No, I know. That's but what will sell her on it. She, get, I'm not saying she's not sold, but that's yeah. what will be like, this is it. Yeah. That's, mm. that's my goal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to organize that. <laughs> wow, it's well, probably one of the longest podcasts we've ever done. Almost. I think we've done a two hour and 20 minute one one Did time. Did we? Oh, wow. I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was what, I think it was what, with a guest what, at one what time. What time is it? Yeah. What time are we at? Corey? Nice. nice. Wow. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've enjoyed having Sands on the podcast. We can have him on again. If you have questions for him, uh, you can post them up in our Facebook group or on the YouTube. Or his cell phone number is... <laughs> I, 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 509 I, Hoya 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 I, Totem Pole Sands. I promise uh, new fire who dis. <laughs> um, but I, I promise to have some, some better uh, Duramax disses next time. Yeah. I'll bring a list. I'll I'll be prepared. And if this is your first time listening to our podcast, yes, we do talk about everything that could be possibly related to a diesel truck deviated by like 10 to 20%. Uh, We're all motorheads here. Uh, We all like engines. We like doing things. We like being family men, you know, all that kind of good stuff. So if this is your first time listening, I I greatly appreciate you making it through all the way to the end here because this was a long one. Uh, Typically, our podcast is anywhere between 45 minutes to an hour. But I will say, I have gotten some comments recently where people are like, make them longer, make them longer, make them longer. Well, you talk. You talk for two hours. How about that? We're already giving you twice a week now. Like, holy shit. (laughs) Buy more parts. Like, like, shit. (laughs) So that being said, everybody, uh, Sands, again, greatly appreciate you coming on. Thanks Uh, for having having me on. Final words for our our lovely listeners. You know, Tyler mentioned this real quick. I want to touch on this. uh, That uh, He said none of this would be possible without a diesel truck. And I speak from experience after having towed my trailer all the way to Yellowstone from Spokane, Washington with a half ton gas Chevy. It was terrifying. You know, there wasn't anything wrong with the truck, but man, it. And you were within spec? I was within spec. Like, I mean, like everything on paper says that this should be fine. You you know what? I mean, it, it worked. Like, I made it, I made it back. Nobody died. But there were some, there were some moments there, especially going through Montana. That's a heavy no, trailer. Yeah, if nobody's <laughs> ever went through Montana and like caught some of those cross ones and stuff like that, like that trailer was doing whatever it wanted to with that half ton. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. I had everything hooked up, like everything was running proper, and I was still like, I I was white knuckle for a, a couple of moments, and it it had absolutely no power to go up the hills. Yeah. And it's a newer, like it's a 2014 half ton, like I think you know, it's five three. So I mean, it's wasn't anything special, but. Man, it, it's, you know, the, the couple times I've towed it with uh, my uncle's 6.7 power stroke, it's just, it's been a dream. Night and day. It's been a dream. Yeah. So, folks, yeah. I mean, if, if you're doing a lot of towing, um, just 
if you're doing a lot of towing, just make the investment. Like you're you're on this podcast, you know, you're listening to this because you probably have a diesel or you may be thinking about getting a diesel, but yeah, it's it, it's worth it if you're doing a lot of towing for sure. Yeah. These are the facts. It's, these it's, are, it's a night these and are day. the facts. It is truly a night and day difference. And it's not just GMs. I towed it with a uh, F-150 EcoBoost. Better, but still. It's a little, there's a weight difference there. There's, there's a weight, a, difference, there's a weight there. difference I was riding yeah. on the bump stops the whole way. So, I mean, there was that. But, that is I mean, one it, hell of a heavy trailer. It, 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 it's a beast. She, yeah, she, she's, a, she's a thick girl, but <laughs> my God, I love that thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this has been a great episode. I appreciate everybody tuning in. We will see you on the next one. Yeah. Have a good night. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.